0: Welcome to a Virtually Unbreakable podcast where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is how to use mindfulness to reawaken your inner power. My guest today is Claire Thomas. Claire is a founder of Reaching My Best, a company specializing in using combination of coaching and mindfulness techniques to help reawaken women to their power. Claire is passionate about helping women rediscover their confidence and be themselves, to learn and also to learn to put themselves first. I'm pleased to have you here today, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode.
1: Hi Claire, how are you doing today? I'm very well Ella, thank you very much for having me. No problem, it's a pleasure. Um, Claire, can you tell us a little bit more about you? Who are you and um, what is it that you do? So yes, I'm a a Claire Thomas. I'm a coach, a mentor and a mindfulness teacher. And I use a combination of those skills just to help my clients understand the areas in their lives where they're not uh, reaching their full potential. I have this um, belief that many of us run around pretending to be all things to all people. Mm. And we don't know how to say no. And we end up very stressed and putting a lot of pressure on ourselves and putting ourselves last. And I want to help women or men just realize that they, once they become sort of more in touch with who they are and where their mm. powers are, that they can achieve and do everything, but not have the stress there, but still be confident.
0: Sure. Everything you said there is so relatable to me in my life. <laughs> so I'm very grateful for people like you um, and the work they do to really help us, all of us become a better version of ourselves and be more happy and healthy as a result. And um, can you tell me a little bit more around how did you actually Actually, end up working in this industry? Did something inspire you to work in this
1: area? Uh, What's your story? I've always really enjoyed listening to people. I'm Mm. more of a listener than a talker, naturally. Many of my friends over the years have have come to me with their problems, and I've always been able to give them quite pragmatic advice. Mm. But really, the move to being a coach happened at my last job. I did a personality assessment and that mapped me very clearly as being a coach and that piqued my curiosity. So I applied to become, uh, to train to be a coach, um, mm-hmm. an internal coach at that company. I loved it. I loved helping people shift their perspective on things and make real tangible differences in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that I needed to do that full time. So that's what I did. Great that
0: sounds great so you've mentioned before that or we've mentioned that you work I understand mainly with women and you on a mission to help them rediscover their inner power and build their confidence become the best possible version of themselves or the happiest version of themselves can you tell me a little bit more on how you work with women is it one-to-one work is it a group work
1: Yeah, so I have uh, both one-to-one or uh, group coaching programs Mm -hmm. kind of depends a little bit on the preference of each individual some people are very private and personal and just want to have the one-to-one sessions but group sessions are really useful as well because once you've got trust and a safe space in a group where people can share you actually learn a lot from listening to other people talk through the difficulties and challenges they're having and generally it can help trigger a light bulb moment as well so both programs are, have their benefits from that perspective. Each I normally work with clients for three months because that's a nice chunky period to really not only dig to discover what's holding people back, but also mm. give them an opportunity to really implement sustainable change into their lives as well.
0: Great, sounds great. And is there a theme that you observe in your work? What's the most common theme? Issue or a problem that your clients face, and how does that manifest in in the sessions?
1: I think with most women, in particular, they are very time poor, or perceive themselves to be time poor because Mm -hmm. they have all these different hats that they're wearing. They can be they're a mother, they're a partner, they're a they they work. So they're they're pulled in all all directions all the time and they just don't know how to say no to things. They don't know how Mm. to put boundaries in place. And what happens is they they put themselves at the bottom of the pecking order because quite naturally their their children are the most important. If they have children, their partner's important, their job's important and they end up burning out and losing their confidence.
0: It's such a common theme, isn't it, among among women, myself included. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not proud to admit this. (laughs) I'm someone who teaches people about all these things. Yet it's so hard to implement. And it's really all about sticking, building healthy habits and sticking to them and really being disciplined when practicing healthy habits, staying disciplined. Um, But yes, definitely starts from learning to put yourself first. And today we're going to talk about mindfulness a little bit more. Um, Some of us are familiar with the term mindfulness, but some people might not be familiar with that. Could you uh, first start from defining what that means to you? And how do you use mindfulness in your
1: practice to help people heal? Yeah, so mindfulness is a place where we can be aware of what's going on around us, aware of what our thoughts, our feelings and emotions are. Mm. So it's about developing that awareness. Meditation is a form of mindfulness practice. There are informal mindfulness practices and formal ones. An informal one could be just taking a moment to breathe and while you're boiling the kettle and making a cup right. of tea. It yeah. could be um, just reading a, a really mindful text or sitting and being aware of each of your senses while you're eating your meal. So it's not just about sitting in the lotus position and trying to yeah. get rid of all your thoughts. It's just having that awareness and using your breath and each of your senses to achieve that.
0: Mm. And let's remind people, what is the purpose of that? What do we
1: gain by doing that? So we all run around, we spend our lives mm. running around having thoughts and our thoughts are not facts. They're things that we that we make up and that we layer on top of them, feelings and emotions. And often those thoughts stop us from doing things that, mm. that we could otherwise do. We have these voices in our heads that are yeah. there saying, well they must have said no they don't want to do this with me because you know of this that or another reason but we've just made it all up and we spend so much of our of our lives worrying about what other people think about us mm-hmm. about whether whether they like us and when you practice mindfulness it helps slow everything down and it gives you a space from where you can consider what your response is going to be in a situation mm. Your thoughts are kind of unimportant and you have a clear view of what you could do.
0: Mm. So it's almost like um we are allowing ourselves to become more self-aware or aware of ourselves and aware of what's happening around us, right? Exactly. So yeah. we are slowing down in order to become more conscious. Um in our decisions, in our actions. So what mindfulness does for many people um, is it allows us to become um, a more collected version, you could say more collected, more conscious version of ourselves instead of being reactive,
1: right? Exactly. Um, yeah.
0: So this is, is very common um, knowledge that meditation helps achieve that. And like you said, meditation is a part of mindfulness, but they, it can be anything, right? So I think for many people, it's just worth to remember that, um, mindfulness is not a specific yoga pose, is not a specific, you know, time of the day, is not a specific book you reach out to or a specific audio that you listen to. It is a habit that you build and you cultivate. Yes. Um, so you can be mindful of whatever's happening around you and you really building that into your life to become healthier and more balanced and um, how um what what is the reason you decided that mindfulness is something or, or how did you um come across mindfulness yourself where where was that in your journey where you felt where it clicked that you feel you felt like well this is something that perhaps helped me so uh, I could implement it in my practice and do you have any stories regarding mindfulness and any success stories with your clients uh, that you would like to share with us
1: yeah so I think I practiced yoga for for many years and obviously uh, meditation is part of that so it's always it's kind of been in my environment for for quite a long time yeah but it's about as you said about how do you get it to become a habit and where do how do you you get the benefits from mindfulness when you have a regular practice so it was um, at my last job they had um, one of the mindfulness applications that you can have on your phone they had a trial to yes yeah to spread that out across the organization and I put my hand up So i like, I could do with some of this because I was feeling quite a lot of stress. And I started doing doing that every morning as soon as I sat on the train, before I started watching whatever I was going to watch on my mm-hmm. iPad, I mm-hmm. started doing a mindfulness practice and uh, you have like a run streak and that just helped me get, get into this space of doing it very regularly. Mm-hmm. And the more I did it, the more I realized that, I was able to take this moment to reconnect and pause in the moment yeah. to consider my responses. Yeah. So yeah. it just it really helped me deal with some of the difficulties and challenges I was having at work, and I just kind of got addicted to to doing it because yeah. I, I could feel there was so much benefit in so, so many tell areas. Tell me about one
0: one of these benefits. Um, how did it improve your life?
1: For example, with, with the children is, is a great one. And I had a very good example of this even yesterday. My daughter was struggling with some maths homework and she was getting really wound up and agitated by it. Mm. And the old Claire that hadn't didn't have a mindfulness practice would have felt like her buttons were being pressed and I would have got all wound up and tight yeah. and you would have heard it in my voice and it would have been... My response would have then provoked a bigger reaction in her as well. Of course. Yeah. So now when that happened, so yesterday when that happened, I was able to just reconnect with my breath, do a little Mm -hmm. micro mindfulness moment, keep my voice exactly as it is now. So she doesn't sense any stress from me at all and just ask her some very gentle questions. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she was still stressed, but her stress levels came down once she could see me handling the situation in a in a different, in a more calm way. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a different experience to how it would have been, say, three or four years ago.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I totally relate to that uh, with my son as well. I feel that whenever I can meet him on his level and acknowledge his feelings, um, and uh, there is a saying I've read somewhere um in oh i forgot the name of the book now um that de- felt with not dealt with with regards to children yes uh, you should not deal with them you should feel with them um and when you can um when you can relate to that when you can implement that um there will be lots of drama avoided um exactly. on a daily basis and um, we are also we also wanted to mention how mindfulness can help us reawaken our inner power so what is inner power to you claire what when do you feel that you are the strongest version of yourself can you tell us more about how mindfulness can help reawaken that inner power and um, what that means to you
1: so it's about when we give ourselves that space to to look inwards, mm-hmm. and we can ask ourselves a question in that in that space, and just sit there with it and and wait for an answer an answer to come, mm-hmm. and we can explore where in our body we are feeling tension, what sort of emotions we have, and it just allows us to connect with our purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. so claire how can we use mindfulness to reawaken that inner power in us And first of all what is an inner power what does that mean to you I, i think everybody's got their own definition form of a definition but how can we become more powerful using mindfulness if you could share your thoughts on that please
1: So I see our power, our inner power, as being all the qualities and the asset, asset, um, sort of unique assets that we have. Mm -hmm. It's our our true self that is was there when we were born and is under sort of deep within us all of our lives, but that gets covered up by all of our experiences that get layered on top of it on top of it through life. Mm -hmm. So mindfulness is a really good way to. Because we're pushing those thoughts away and we're dealing with any emotions and feelings, it allows us to reconnect with the, the true desires of that inner person, the values that, that yeah. we have. And from that place, it allows us to make decisions that are aligned mm-hmm. with our, our values and our beliefs. And once we do that, then we are able to lead more fulfilled lives
0: Okay, I could not agree with you. And actually, a perfect answer. I um, really loved what you said there about reconnecting with our true desires and our our true goals and purpose, which often get some be- buried very deep down in our hearts under the the daily routines that we are exposed to, under the uh, the hustle and bustle of our lives, families, and managing, especially for us women, right? There is such yeah. a magnitude of variety of different tasks and jobs and responsibilities that it's very easy to lose that that very valuable connection with oneself. And with what life actually means to me, what do I want to achieve? What what truly makes me happy? We just become that little robot, right? Um, Exactly. That just constantly performs the same tasks without thinking. So what mindfulness really helps us with is becoming more reconnected with yourself. And then once you do, you are able to lead more purposeful and more fulfilling lives. Fantastic. and and Great. Well, this has been such a valuable discussion, Claire. Thank you so much. What are your any final tips for our listeners with where to start, perhaps, or how to how to start and how to continue in the simple possible way?
1: Well, there are loads of mindfulness apps out there that that are all very good. I've tried quite a few of them, so that's mm-hmm. a very good place to start. But right now, one of the things that anybody can do is when you're feeling a little bit triggered about something, mm-hmm. is just to to notice that you're feeling triggered and just to stop and just do three deep in and out breaths, mm-hmm. and then try to and then face the the, the situation again. And ju- you're just yeah. taking that pause is just so invaluable in being a little bit more conscious in our response
0: yeah and if only we all did that on a daily basis I think yeah the world would be a completely different place right
1: absolutely and that's why I'm on this mission because it, yeah. I, I, I want everybody else to be able to experience that as well
0: mm-hmm. and what else works for you other than the breathing is there something else that really works for you on daily
1: basis there's like you can be rub your fingers together with a lot of intention anything that that stimulates one of your senses it could be smelling an oil Mm -hmm. um it could be just looking at a plant or something in nature with um Mm -hmm. an enormous amount of detail but but something like that if it's not the breath
0: right Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, Claire. To any of you who are interested in Claire's work or would like to book a free uh, first session with her, the links to her profile are underneath in our show notes. In the meantime, I would like to thank you one more time and thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you in our next podcast episode next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave a review? I would love to hear what you think about our content. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, the link is below in our show notes. If you would like to receive the notes from today's podcast episode, you can find them on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.bussprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable Podcast, where we will discuss how to help our children. Stay safe online.